Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to The Sunroom. My name is Ren, and on this podcast, I'll dive deep into solo discussions, sharing wisdom I've gained as I step into mindful living, healing trauma, and so much more. I invite you to get back to who you are, continue to lean in as you grow, all while leading with love along the way. Join me, won't you? Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to The Sunroom. I'm your host, Ren. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about your inner child. What is an inner child? Where could we obtain wisdom, clarity from this little version of ourselves? Whether it be moments in time, emotions felt, specific ages and ranges within your youngest self that you experience within these times. I tend to touch on my youngest self around the ages of like seven, possibly around 10 or 12 as well. And at times it's even younger than that. And within meditation and the experience of falling in line mentally with your past self, with your child self, your inner child, you're able to have more of an open understanding to where specific qualities, habits, or grooves stem from. A lot of times within finding your inner child and accessing knowledge from them, there can be wisdom and or clarity that doesn't make sense in the moment. But as you further investigate or you experience certain things in life, it becomes clear. Doing inner child work a lot of the times would be involving in meditation, especially for myself. I do a lot of trauma work and I do a lot of inner child meditations where you are getting so comfortable within your physical body in this meditation that you're able to access parts of your past, parts of your inner child and the things that they may have experienced, things that they may need to communicate to you in order to have, again, this more clear, this more clear understanding of perspectives that you may have not had in the past. You only had your one side of the perspective. It may have brought clarity to that. Or they can get angry with you and be upset and throw a tantrum and how dare you? How dare you treat me in this manner? How now, how dare you not support me in these times of need? And those topics may pop up from time to time as well. How could you let me be involved in these situations? Or how you know, why wouldn't we have stopped these specific people from doing the things they're doing? And by, again, clearing the mind, doing meditation, finding this inner child and having a bit of a sit down, whether you can obtain this visually or just through thought, or you just have this inner knowing that things can be understood from a different perspective, is when the real work starts to happen in your everyday life when it comes to showing up as you authentically. And when the authenticity rolls into your self-worth and some deep-rooted situations in life, the easier it gets to take on these less momentous moments in life or these less depthful situations in life, even more well-rounded understanding that you can take with you from these moments learned. So your inner child, what is it? It is a situation, a place, a time, whether you experienced joy, trauma, some sort of life-changing experience, whatever intention it is, it's thought of beforehand while you're in midst of this meditation. 
you're thinking upon the year, the date, the kind of outfit you would wear, and you're envisioning this version of yourself that just kind of comes together organically. It's not really too much thought put in. It's intuitively coming to you in the moment. So you're focusing on these subjects, these items, these qualities of where where and when you were. And then sometimes a scene unplays that brings clarity to mind. A child itself will show up in front of you. And by their demeanor of whether they want to reach out to you, whether they are a little bit shy and you need to kind of experience them a bit before they can open up, it all determines on the quality of person that was at that time. And within that, being able to give yourself a little bit of insight, a little bit of love, maybe a hand to hold, a hug even. I've hugged inner child versions of myself many a times, telling that I'm there for them, that it's safe to be them authentically or whatever that, you know, word of phrase comes to mind. And you can feel yourself inside just begin to melt, begin to ease. And, t- and I want you to like actually take notice to these sensations that you're feeling or where they kind of place in the body, because it really can tell where you're holding these emotions of lack or, you know, unworthiness, a lack of esteem within yourself, because those, you know, you'll notice that you're sticky in those, that you're sore all the time when you're working through this kind of work. If you're sore in those areas, that means that's where they resonate. So being able to, you know, meditate a little bit further, relax the body while you're working through this, it really makes it that much easier in the physical sense for yourself to take on this new energetic way of of living. When your inner child heals, it kind of helps heal the moment in time, this present moment, and all the moments to come. The more that we understand a full spectrum of our life, I think the more aligned, balanced, and happy we can be, full of joy, regardless of what's going on around us that isn't really under any of our control. Finding that sense of stability within self, having your your own inner discernment, for what's true and what's true for you. And no matter what that looks like, it can be a combination of things, but it's, you know, finding out first what's not. So while there is more room to be able to process more stuff, there's more space to be able to bring in more beauty within that situation, or how can you step in a bit further in your life and take action to show that child side of yourself that it is safe to be authentic, to be silly, to be more passionate in your crafts and or what you have going for yourself. And then it kind of helps, you know, create that safe space for your inner child to feel that more magnetic. And then you as an adult feel more inclined to not be so hard on yourself, to give yourself compassion and grace. And it transforms into this more adult way and not feel that they're being judged, watched, or, you know, this, that, or the other. And I think that's so beautiful. And I know I carry a very childlike or naive demeanor about myself. I know it. I knowingly know this, but it's the joy that I have for my life or what I get to experience every single day. The fact that I have my creative freedoms due to some very opportunistic situations. And I'm going to continue moving with it so that I can continue to unfold for everybody else, to be able to lead the way, to hold everybody else's hand and say, it's okay. We can do this together and we can figure this out because I feel like moving forward, my lineage changes completely after healing my inner child. And, you know, again, the places, people and the things that 
guide our inner child within, especially within being born to age seven. We are so malleable. So, you know, like little sponges. And then we have like our thoughts and opinions and we're constructing this personality right in front of everybody else's eyes. But it's because of what we see in the world around us. So if we can shine light on certain occasions, we can now have this perspective of your current self for your inner child to sit down for a second and show it some love. That transcends into so many other areas of your life with not even just within yourself and how your day-to-day changes, but then within the way that you accept or don't accept specific behaviors in your life, where boundaries can be set and implemented to create more of a, again, this aligned oasis in your life. You have these, you know, your creative endeavors, you have your work, you have friends and family, you have this balance, this orchestrated life. And the more balanced it is, the more evened out it is of what suits you and your own unique way the more that you'll find that joy, that ease and that peace, like cultivating the life you want. And again, I feel like this is perfect for people that have either starting a new trajectory in life that are becoming new mothers that are starting something like a new business. They have new puppies. They have, you know, something new coming to the table or you're aspiring to take on something new. This kind of work really does help, you know, understand and form what you want to have your new life by quitting my job last, my gosh, been a while. And starting with a life coach, a lot of the stuff that we were doing was inner child and reparenting. And it doesn't have to just be parents and your siblings or your close family. It can be the way friends have treated this specific person over and over and over again in the past. And, you know, finding these ways to let it have a better impact on your business, the way that you show up in, you know, in front of your friends, the way that you could authentically have this confidence in yourself, because it's always been in there. It's always, it's always been wanting to shine your, your more vibrant qualities of your inner child. But again, having that new beginning, that new adjustment, it's, it's now like, who do you want to show up as doing this inner child work? It's funny because it will go from, you're focusing on your inner child. You're going and doing a good time. And, you know, you're, learning new things about yourself that you may have not thought about in a really long time or different perspective or insight to a situation that felt just a little, you know, different or getting in like an epiphany about it or an aha moment. And then you're falling into this, I don't know, harder section where you're realizing that either something has been going on for a long time, especially after multiple times of meditating on these kind of topics there sometimes becomes this groove, this line of topic of either abuse or some sort of neglect or some sort of oversight, or there's always been this kind of theme of emotion or the lack thereof when it comes to specific moments in life. And I think that's one of the harder things that, you know, child work really does, you know, highlight is where it's not going well. And it's going to feel crappy. It's going to feel you know, sometimes really angry because you're like this whole time, this whole time, like, are you effing kidding me? Like this whole time, these things have been going on, but until you sit down and you address the things that are going on like this, there's no way to make room for more to come in or for you to be as encouraged or magnetized towards the idea of doing better because now you know better. You've done the inner work to 
let go of some really crappy things and be more abundant in the areas that you've worked on more recently than not because of that. You're opening up space in your body energetically to be able to take on, like I wouldn't emotionally been able to hold on to a podcast, uh, a constant Instagram account to teach yoga on a regular basis, to want to do so many more things with public speaking and coaching and taking on new clients. It takes a lot of energetics and a lot of openness and vulnerability to take on all these projects, especially when a lot of it is trying to sell myself and trying to sell the experience in which I have cultivated. I felt like I had a very heavy hand in manipulating my own reality to fit what I need. I went through a very hard time when my dad passed away and within understanding that I had to show up for myself in a new way, in a different way, in a way that had a more solid foundation for myself to move onward and upward and out of this dynamic that I've kind of lived in my my whole life and letting that go after doing a heckin' load of work on my inner child and reparenting myself and finding the self-worth and the self-esteem, addressing a lot of deep-sided things that I'm like, I can let go of now because I know it's not in my hands. The ball's in someone else's court. And then that lack mindset starts to ease up a bit and you're feeling worthy of the things that are coming into your life. And again, the more that you just lighten up and have fun and you're able to play and make this your own collective experience the more it's going to shine, the more you're going to feel more at ease. So sitting down and having, again, a clear intention of where you're headed in a meditation, maybe even in a journaling, if people like to journal about their inner child and either write letters to their inner child and burn them to release that ener- their energy from that negative situation or from a confusing, like, confusing time in life. And like, Really sitting down and speaking to a professional, speaking to a coach, speaking to a mentor, someone that you hold dear to you that you feel like you can open up about these kinds of things, I usher you to reach out to them. Knowing how I've done a majority of this work on my own, it's extremely hard. And not many people are going to understand what you're doing. Not many people are going to want to feel willing to reach out or to experience what you're experiencing because it's very heavy work. And not many people can do it or will do it to the extent that I have, because again, quitting my job and taking this time to really do this extreme work in order to be here, to be able to speak upon what I've been through and, or tactics and different ways that I like to show up in the world to possibly let it rub off on somebody else. And they can feel the same, which was been my whole intention of starting yoga and teaching yoga. Cause I love the way that yoga made me feel how blissful I've cried at the end of yoga classes because my body just felt yoked. It felt like it's been in yoga, was yoga, yoga is now doing me and I cry and I love it. So as I'm expressing myself, I'm hopefully enticing others to do the same, to feel a bit more open about addressing inner child wounds, about having more of a vocabulary on what trauma can look like, whether again, it's surgeries, it's your family members laying physical hands on you, whether it's an education system, whether it is societal and cultural, whatever that may be that you feel that there needs to be a a deeper guided look into. Reaching out to myself, I recommend completely. If you resonate with the things that I talk about, if you're interested in having a more slow-paced life, I want to work one-on-one with people. I may take on a few clients, possibly three. Look, I'm working into it. 
to do this kind of work, to help them and guide them to not necessarily become a friend, but to become a confidant, to have someone that you can trust in guiding you into a specific way in life and it be covered in ease and joy and abundance in the meantime. Because that's what it's all about. This experience of life is led with love when you're in your flow, your own design. Nothing can stop you. Everything in life is at that point meant for you and everything you're about to do. Because now after almost two years of doing this kind of work and being a somanat of my own experience of my inner child and traumas that I've taken on from past generations, let alone past lives, finding the inner peace to address and guide myself into more of a responsive manner instead of reactive to life around me. A lot of times it would stem down to codependency and not being able to feel validated on my own, not being able to show myself or having the tools to show myself self-love in the way that it would be fulfilling continuously over and over again. And by doing this inner child healing and this work within your inner child and addressing more things you can possibly imagine, it makes that experience that much easier and more fluid and within flow. And I know not many people have the availability to talk to somebody. And I know that money can be tight. And I know that therapists, you know, prescribe more pills and listen at times. But this is different. This inner child work is from almost a spiritual sense. We're connecting. We're tying timelines. We're patching holes, leaks of energy that no longer need. Because that's what that is. That's what that is. Inner child, reparenting lack mindset work, doing affirmations, taking back our power and our energy from other situations, past, present, and future. That's what it is. It's consolidating this energy that we just let out freely to people that are no longer needed, whether it's our past self, our inner child, whether it's situations and people that just no longer resonate with you anymore, and knowing how to step into a more active role of attempting to patch these holes, to feel more energized, more momentum, more motivation as you set forth in this kind of work. Because once these holes start patching themselves up and they get tinier and tinier and work their way through, the more powerful your energy cord, your energy being, your, your energy body is. The more you're able to take on, the more energy you have to be your true authentic self, wholly and completely, no matter good, bad, or indifferent. I think that's amazing. Quite, quite amazing. This is just a little rant, a little rave about inner child. And can't wait to see you next time. Thank you, beautiful souls, for joining me in the sunroom once again. As this podcast grows, I can't wait to share my wisdom, love for meditation, and spiritual learnings with you along the way. Intrigued by the discussions thus far, I invite you to connect with me one-on-one through my website at www.flowwithren.com and to stay social at flow underscore with underscore Ren on my Instagram for updates, podcast announcements, events, and much, much more. I can't wait to see you around. Have a great day.